Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Pod, where we discuss and debate what makes something great. I'm Ron Swallow. I'm Ed Greer. And I'm producer Bill. And today, we are doing Greatest Superhero Bodies, Part 3. Yes, it is Part 3, because Parts 1 and 2 are on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash The Greatest Pod. And you can go check those out. This is the third episode. If the title is confusing, um, we're not just talking about hot butts. <laughs> and, and, and tight abs. All right, we're we're going to talk about the concept of what a body should be like physics wise, and wh- how the powers might affect your body, and and things like that. And and we actually think this is real nerdy and real silly, and it is exactly the kind of conversation we would probably all have eating a burger at some place together. It is worth mentioning though that physiques are a huge part of just superheroes in general. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. You know, we obviously this is an audio medium, so you don't necessarily think about the visual aspect every time we talk. But one of the huge draws of superhero comics has always been the portrayal of the human body and all of, in all of its many variations. So this is a very relevant conversation. And I think anybody who's into superheroes has definitely had these thoughts at one point or another. And we, we definitely have um, before talked about uh, how one's physique aids in your particular expression of the superheroic ideal like uh, i'll give you a, i'll give you one for free that we did in in the uh in the patreon because i thought it was instructive catwoman having big boobs is insane mm-hmm. it's insane it like could not be for her to do all the stuff she needs to do check it out very small boobs long arms wide back from lifting herself up on the ledges for 20 years probably a probably a big functional butt like a sprinter but not all just super slinky it's definitely gym built it's not for caressing it's for explosive power you know what i'm saying so she she might not look exactly like the sex pot everybody always draws that said i would argue everything you just described applies to pole vaulters and if you've ever seen female mm, pole vaulters, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a very good expression of that ide- ideal. Yes. And well, we know what we know what Bill likes. By the way, we just that just gave that away. Real tall, <laughs> thin, long ass legs. That is not true, Ron. Pole vaulters have to ha- have to have power. Like they have to be able to run, but they also have to have power. So you really yep. get both the top and the bottom part of the hourglass shape with the pole vaulter. That's yes. one of the things I really like to do in these conversations is think about like what is the closest real world analog. And this also comes up, I know for me and Ed especially, because when we're drawing, we have to sort of dial in like what is the body type on this character? And that's something I actually put a lot of thought into. So I think the Catwoman example is very instructive. I think for the listeners, they should know people like Batman and Wolverine have been covered in the Patreon. So if you want to hear us go deep on those characters, join the Patreon. And I think what we're going to do today is try to run the gamut, everything from very sort of street level realistic characters like, say, the Robins, who Mm -hmm. probably would all have a little bit different body type, all the way up to things like Superman, Wonder Woman, Somebody on our Patreon even commented that we should handle Galactus, and I think that's an interesting conversation in and of itself. So wherever you guys want to dive in, I think we should go for it. I th- I think it's interesting to start uh, with superpower, like like super powerful beings. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that Ed has mentioned while talking about um, All Star Superman, and I think you mentioned this as well, is just how he looks like a big farm boy in that. 
and how relaxed he always looks. Like he never looks real tense and stuff like that. Mm. And because if you're super strong because of the sun, you don't necessarily have to be completely ripped with abs. You don't not necessarily doesn't mean you wouldn't be. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be or even be big. You know, the thing I think about most when I'm drawing Superman is grace, because this is a character that literally can control his own personal gravity. Like as he's walking around, he very well may not weigh anything. You know what I mean? So mm. one of the things I think a portrayal of Superman needs, and I think All-Star Superman does this better than any other portrayal I've seen, is a fluidity, a grace. He's never, you know, except maybe in the middle of a knockdown drag out fight, he's never heavy on his feet. He's never out of sorts. Like that's a Clark Kent shtick. And if you can make Clark Kent act those ways and Superman be the exact opposite, you go a long way towards selling that disguise as well. And Frank Whiteley dialed that in to 11 on All-Star Superman. Yeah, I, I think though, when he isn't activating gravitons or whatever the hell, <laughs> What what does what does Superman weigh actually? Yeah. I think that's an interesting question. Uh, Luke Cage the, in the original conception of the character, they wanted him to look like a guy who weighed 180 pounds, but he weighed 300 pounds, which in like the 60s before you know processed foods was just like a feat to be 300 pounds. It wasn't like your average American walking around at Walmart. It yeah. was like some fantastic feat to weigh that much, even if you're all muscle, supposedly. So what does Superman weigh? Uh, and I don't, I don't like him to be super cut. Or maybe that's a conversation because if he's maximally processing everything into this human body form, why should he have any body fat? Why See, should body fat exist for Superman? You know what I mean? I... I grok with that because if you think about it, he comes from like this genetically superior race that, you know, has both tampered with their own genome and evolved theoretically millions of years beyond what human beings have done. And so part of, yes, the solar energy processing, the fact that he can extract so much energy just from his ambient environment, you would think that the efficiency with which his body uses energy would have to be something like we couldn't even think about. And so there is an argument, and I think a strong one, that, yeah, I mean, he should look like he's chiseled out of Greek marble. That said, I don't know if that is the most affecting portrayal of the character. And I think there's mm -hmm. just as strong of an argument to be made that, like, no, you know what? There's a lot of mass there, but would he be super shredded? Not necessarily, because, like, he can never actually work those muscles. Every time I've seen um, Quietly or some of these people that don't draw every ab draw Superman, it just – that feels right because it feels like – I don't know how he would have gotten farm boy strength because he never got challenged on the farm with anything heavy enough. But if he went somewhere and did the equivalent of farm mm. boy work and did not work out and did not worry about macros, ate pancakes and shit, sure. he would look like the Frank Quietly Superman. He'd be very strong and wide and in and, and, and the chest and, and back. But like, and his, but his waist wouldn't be tapered. He's not trying to do a super V shape. He's like sort of a blocky, cool guy. And then, yeah, his legs would be pretty big too, you know, from the carrying stuff. I mean, I think to answer the question that you started with, Ed, how much would he weigh? Like if he was knocked out and his body wasn't negating gravity or anything, I've always been of the opinion that he might weigh like a thousand pounds. Mm -hmm. That part of like his durability and his ability to, to be as strong as he is 
just has to be a density, you know, like, mm-hmm. and the fact that if he's raised on essentially a planet with super gravity, which most of the time Krypton is portrayed as, then even to stand upright on that planet, a humanoid figure would need to be so much denser and stronger and just thicker in the bones than we as a human being are. So mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that. I think I think the seeing him with sort of this natural broadness that just accounts for the fact that, yes, he's genetically evolved and he has this sort of absurd strength, but with sort of a layer of extra fat. I mean, maybe his body just doesn't do a good job of digesting human carbs, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> I think I think that makes sense. And I also think, you know, this gets into another aspect of this, portraying his costume as something other than just like painted on showing every muscle. I like that much better than sort mm-hmm. of the Jim Lee aesthetic. Just a, a, a wrinkle at the elbow and at the knee can make all the difference. Mm-hmm. If they're, since they're an alien race, does their muscles work differently? I think honestly though, that seems to be an argument for the Christopher Reeve conception of the character where they've got it down to a science and the micro cording of muscles Mm-hmm. Is is so like how thin people can be very strong. Bruce Bruce Lee, people like that. They've just maximized how much power they can generate from that size muscle. You know, so I I always bought Christopher Reeve is because like Superman doesn't need to work out. His strength might not even come from effort. You know what I'm right. saying? It is it isn't muscles redoubled the way that ours is. It's not the same mechanism for strength for him. I mean, he feeds off the sun, right? Yeah. My only counter argument to that is I think his preternatural durability would sort of demand that his body have some weight and heft to it. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He can't be walking around looking frail and then also like getting hit in the face with airplanes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I also think an interesting element of the Christopher Reeve argument is height, which I think can, we can talk about. One of the things I love is just drawing full body pictures of superheroes standing next to each other because very seldom do you really think about that but like i would argue in real life christopher reeve was almost as jacked as henry cavill but christopher reeve was also like legitimately six four and henry cavill is maybe six feet flat and it's just like when you put that much muscle on a six four frame it just looks different than when you put it on a six foot frame and, and I think that applies to a lot of superheroes. Like my conception of Superman, his muscles are a little bit long. Like I think he's still tall. I, I like a Superman who maybe stands six five when he's really got his chest puffed out. But it's not, you know, as much as I love Ed McGinnis, I just don't think it's the Ed McGinnis version of Superman where he's just round everywhere and hulking mm. in that way. So a bunch of stuff to keep in mind as we talk about some other characters too, like height, costume, the length of the muscle versus the mass of the muscle. Like it's a really interesting conversation. Does working out even work for Superman? If you can lift a gigaton or whatever they, they, he can lift at this point, I, I don't know how you work out. Well, and does working out work for wonder woman? I mean, shit, I would go so far as to say like, great question. Does working out work for the flash? I mean, here's a guy who can use his legs to propel him allegedly faster than light speed. So, like, how does that guy work out? You know what I mean? Like, well, what but since it- they since they strayed away from Wally West having an actual metabolism and having to eat a bunch of burgers and shit, they seem to, I don't know, 
I haven't read a recent Flash comic because I also haven't hit my fucking head with a hammer lately. <laughs> I I avoid these things. Um, so that being the case, at this point with the Speed Force shit, it seems to be this propellant s- slipstream through universes or whatever that he yeah. can tap into more yeah. so than any sort of physical activity. Thusly. I would say of all the people we're going to talk about that don't need to work out, the Flash is like basically number one. I think it's just a mental mechanism. The running is like a mental mechanism to shift into the speed force. It's yeah, not an I actual mean, physical act. So if any of us could get access to the speed force, we would run the same speed if we had the same focus, basically, right? Me looking like I'm pregnant, I would still run the same speed as Barry Allen. If I had the same focus. Right. And uh, to me, that extends to the question of, okay, so can Barry Allen like get under a Smith machine and do some squats and actually build leg muscle? Like, does that even work for him? Well, I think it works for his body. I I think he could get buff. His body still works like a body. But as far as it enhancing his running ability, again, if it's tapping into some multidimensional force, it's not a physical act anymore. Yeah. Then why would that enhance it at all? Maybe if he was building better mind muscle connection or something, maybe if he got really mindful, he could get really (laughs) super zen about running. But I think the highest depictions of the flash, that's kind of the state he's in, right? He could vibrate through objects. He's in utter control of every molecule in his body and causing them to be uh, flung forward at a hyper speed. You know? Yeah. When I draw the Flash, I like to think of him as actually being kind of a smaller man. Like I think of the Flash as maybe being 5'10, um, you know, which isn't short, but it's not the sort of, you know, 6'3 plus that we usually think of when we think of superheroes. Mm-hmm. And, and I also like to think of him as being somewhat slight, regardless of if he can work out or not. I've always thought of, especially the Barry Allen Flash, as being, you know, maybe like 5'10, 160, 165 pounds. Most of it probably in his legs and ass. And it's like he really does just have a runner's body, but compact. So, you know, smaller than like an Olympic level sprinter. Well, that's why nobody ever, you know, guesses his identity. He's like, it's like if uh, if Black Lightning was secretly the Flash, they'd be, <laughs> they'd be up his ass. Like you were in the Olympics. But like the Flash does not look like he's ever run. You know, they made they made it part of um, Black Lightning's backstory that he was Olympian. Do with Mm -hmm. that what you will. Mm -hmm. Um, But but yes, the Flash is not an Olympian and is faster than anybody's ever been. So, yeah, I I, I would definitely agree with that depiction of the Flash. Hell, he's not even a runner. He's like, yeah, he's a desk jockey. A forensic detective. How fast should he look? I mean, if we're being real about this, he should be a little bit portly and hunched over because he's just over microscopes all day. Yeah. I would fucking love that so much. I instantly and maybe see this is the future the liberals want because literally <laughs> it would make him so much more relatable to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would just be like, ah, oh, man. And it'd be so funny like this, this like uh, he's getting called lard ass or shit at school, but he could smoke anybody on the fucking football team. <laughs> it's Spider-Man all over again. You know what I'm saying? But even even and worse on it- some level, because if he just turned it down, he could totally be a fat leap. And rock their shit. Zion Williamson. I think Zion Williamson is secretly the Flash. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's uh, get to some some aliens. I think might be fun. Did we talk about how much Lobo might weigh? No, but his boots have got to weigh like sixty pounds a piece. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's a and, big thing. And you know he's got so much hair. I bet his hair weighs like forty pounds alone. 
That's true. And it's probably indestructible hair, so you can't even trim it. Like it's made of some weird alien keratin or whatever. And so, you know, it's it's super heavy hair. When he wants to shave that sweet, sweet beard of his, uh, he goes to manscaped.com and gets himself one of those beard hedgers that they got out now. That's right, you guys. We have a sponsor. It's Manscaped. Uh, if you want to check out the beard hedger, you go to manscaped.com. And when you're buying that Beard Hedger, you'll get a 20% discount and free shipping by putting in the code GREATESTPOD. Because, look, I know who listens to this podcast, and I know you need to trim your motherfucking beard, okay? <laughs> we'll just say it. Don't be a neck beard. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to want to call you that anyway. There's no reason that you should actually be one. So go yeah. and get that beard trimmer. It has uh, 20 different settings going. It's got titanium blades. It's fancy. The Beard Hedger from Manscaped.com. Go to Manscaped.com and use the promo code GREATESTPOD for 20% off and free shipping. Look, I just love Lobo on the page, but... I mean, he's just got gray skin and red eyes that, uh, and a humanoid and a great beard, you know? Well, okay, this this is where I – you've made it very clear, Ron, that you don't like comic book purists, and I, I don't either. But on this, I am a purist. The mm -hmm. version of Lobo is Simon Bisley's mm -hmm. because I think Simon yeah. Bisley perfectly encapsulated what Lobo should look like. First of all, his arms are insanely jacked. His chest is insanely jacked. But he goes down into this weird, perfect, like, it's almost like the top of his body is like a giant, super, the most muscles you could ever have. And then the middle of his body is like the crow or something uh -huh, go, uh -huh. going on down into like kind of like big quads, but overall little legs and these big ass boots. Like he never does leg day. Like he does leg day by accident. Right. Yeah. That's Lobo's whole jam. That big, crazy '90s V shape that guys are trying to get with the no leg day. Just and, and he would tell you he doesn't even work out. He just lifts engines into his various vehicles that is at his fucking garage. That's what Lobo would describe himself. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's what he looks like, man. He's got that light bulb physique. Like it all just <laughs> tapers so much. I also like that as not just a quirk of Bisley's art style, but that plays into the idea that he is an alien with an alien anatomy. So mm -hmm. if you're drawing Superman to look like Christopher Reeve or even to look like, you know, the statue of David, whatever you want Superman to look like, draw Lobo with like as wide as he is tall in the shoulders and then this little tiny waist and these knotted cords of muscle and suddenly he looks way more alien. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that's cool. Yep. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that as well. And also, uh, if we're going with the attitude of Lobo, I don't know how he works out because he is super strong, but you know he'd be doing it because those muscles, that look would be important to him. I mean, I think Lobo is legitimately out like throwing asteroids into planets and shit. Like when he's out cruising <laughs> spaceways, like he'll just take a stop at an asteroid belt and just like do a hundred reps of just overhead flinging asteroids into, into <laughs> derelict planets next to a sun so that the gravity is actually pulling the rock. That's what so I'm he saying. Gets a workout, yeah. 
it's partly for the exercise, but he also just likes to see the destruction. If he could like shatter a planet in half or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the reason why Pluto is not considered a planet anymore. Cause he chipped a big portion off of it. And the scientists <laughs> were like, wait a minute. That heart shape was just him throwing two giant asteroids into it. And they collided and bounced off. That's, that's it. And he's real mad about it because he was trying to make it look like a butt. <laughs> He got interrupted uh, before he could throw the third one to make the longer, uh, more phallic symbol right above those. <laughs> yeah, um, Superman showed up and was like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Dude, here's a big one. Let's just go for it. What the fuck does the Hulk's body actually look like? We've seen mm. a billion different types of art styles. And I'll just, I'll just name the three that I've seen, and I'll try to do it very succinctly. Number one, the Kirby S sort of big baby body. Mm-hmm. Big baby body is one of them. Michael Golden draws a big baby Hulk. Tim uh, Sale and, drew a big baby Hulk. So there you go. Then there is this sort of uh, Dale Keown, for lack of a better word, just ultimate muscle Hulk. Liam Sharp draws that. Yeah, the Louis Leterrier um, Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton also used that aesthetic. Uh-huh. And then there is, to me, the one true God, which is this sort of like power lifter strongest man in the world type ponderous person who can move surprisingly quick like if you saw one of those strongest men in the world dudes run up to you at 65 miles an hour and throw a fucking tanker truck over a skyscraper that's to me the real hulk the one the one frankly that's in the mcu for the most part just that sort of a morph he does he doesn't look like he lifts weights he looks like he's a big person with a hard life yeah. You know what I mean? The That's Age old. of Ultron Hulk, I think, was sort of like the apex Hulk of the MCU. Mm-hmm. See, here's my only thing about the Hulk. I feel like I don't like small head Hulk. I think mm. I think the Hulk needs to have a big, for lack of a better way to put it, like almost elephant man looking head. And he needs to have big old hands and big old feet. Like he sort of needs to look like a homunculus. And maybe Ooh. that's trending more towards the Jack Kirby version um, well, like Joe Bennett, I think draws kind of kind of what you're looking for with a little with a little tilt towards so-called MCU perfect proportions. Maybe Lee Weeks Hulk. Well, I was going to say, you know, who actually did it great was Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Um, yes, he didn't draw the Hulk often, but when he did, to me, that was like a perfect Hulk. Like his his hands and feet were so ridiculously huge that it was very inhuman. But he still had like big ass human looking muscles, like bigger than you know you could theoretically get but it still looked human but then he still had that kind of big monster brick noggin which i really liked mm-hmm. well that's yeah. that's a standout from uh mcfarland's hulk too i think oh, mcfarland's yeah. hulk could sometimes look a little small-headed but for the most part it was a he, he chose big head hulk as well i think the mcfarland hulk is uh maybe underappreciated because everybody looks at the mcfarland spider-man but i think the mcfarland hulk is pretty you know, noodling aside, I think is pretty mm-hmm. ideal for me anyway. Yeah, I, it was the one that I grew up on. Uh, uh, folks, you can look up. I think it's uh, the Spider-Man issue. Just go to your, your app that will not be named and uh, look up that issue where um, Spider-Man gets the Captain Universe powers and, and gets the ability to, to lift 500 tons. And he punches the Hulk through his own logo up <laughs> into space. Uh, it's, it was magnificent. Issue. Love that issue. It's an all-timer. He kind of looks like almost like Frankenstein. Which I think if you look at the Kirby original, that, you know, that was pretty much the inspiration. 
I start to think about the like the Dale Keown Hulk or like Mike Diodato or even um, Gary Frank, who was sort of maligned for drawing a version of Smart Hulk that just kind of looked soft back in the 90s. Dude, Smart Hulk drawn by Gary Frank looked very alt-right. I'm not saying anything <laughs> about Gary Frank himself. Just it was like predicting the future of what the alt right would look like in the future with that little like shaven sides and then swoop over uh, on the top. Right, right. It's It's definitely a tiny head version. It's too monstrous in intent because it looks like a proud boy and not monstrous enough aesthetically. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my other question for you guys How tall do you like your Hulk? This can go anywhere from like seven feet, you know, like just over normal human up to like 15 feet where he's literally like three regular humans tall. Where do you guys fall on that? Hmm. I I will say this. I don't like him getting bigger when he gets angry. That that was real stupid from the movie. I thought that was stupid. Why do people hate that so much? I didn't know that. I I just felt like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense because – Part of the dopeness of how strong he is is, yes, he's bigger than a person, but he's still smaller than anything he would encounter. A mm. redwood tree is still big to him, an aircraft carrier, a jet, a, a car. Mm. They're still kind of big to him, and he can manipulate them with how strong he is. It's an important part of the process. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But I See, think he's – but I still think he's pretty tall. I mean, I, because he's considered such a monster, I feel like he has to be – monster sized but not ridiculous you know like eight feet maybe that that area ish yeah Mm -hmm. so i remember i remember when that edward norton hulk movie came out i went and saw it at the arc light cinerama in hollywood and the thing about that movie theater is they always have like props and costumes and shit from the actual films on display in the lobby and so when they were showing that hulk movie they had a life-size sculpture of that Hulk in the lobby looking mean. And I want to say it was probably about 10 feet tall. And it was a really cool experience just standing next to it because, I mean, it had all the sinewy muscle and the face, you know, the very um, lifelike face from the movie and kind of looking up and seeing this huge ass thing and just imagining like if this thing was in here, just indiscriminately wrecking stuff like that would be terrifying. And ever since then, I've really liked the idea of a big Hulk. So we're talking about 10, yeah, 10, 10 12 feet. I, I think I can dig that just because yeah. even seven foot people are monstrous. I'm just going to say that. I'm For sorry. Sure. It, it, it's ridiculous how big they are. It's stupid. Uh, when I was a, when I was a kid, even like a five, like five kid. And I stood next to, I was very close to the court and uh, it was a, a, I got to see one of Michael Jordan. I got to see Michael Jordan. I got to see Shaq. And when you look at how big Michael six, six is stupid big. And then seven feet with the broadness makes that look so smaller, but you can kind of get used to it and they could still sort of fit in a Nissan if they jam themselves real fucking the Hulk. If he transforms in an average size Nissan it is totaled yeah. instantly. You know what I'm saying? Because 10 feet, 12 feet can't fit in there. The vo- It's just too much. And like he's a, he, if he's strapped into an airline seat or something like that and he just embiggens, that's how big the Hulk needs to be. Just his coming into our universe destroys shit around him. It'd be yes. Also, also a thousand pounds too, if, if not more. 
Oh yeah, I, I, would, I think a thousand is what they used to say when he weighed when he was like seven feet tall. And this conception that we're saying, I yeah, I'd say probably almost three thousand pounds. Dude. Yeah, I was gonna say I I, oh. I think he, I think he weighs a ton, man. No, like, you're I, right. I like Ed's conception though that he needs to be big enough that when Bruce Banner transforms, he's literally like busting out of any sort of conventional container that he might be in, whether yeah. that's a train, an airplane, a car, you know, even just a room. It's like. His, his head's going through the ceiling unless you got mm-hmm. you know super tall ceilings sort of thing. yes yeah, yeah i think that makes him a, a real hulk that i think that does the trick oh man i'm just seeing that hulk we're describing versus like lobo and like i think lobo uh, let's do let's do some heights real quick just oh. da, 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 it's height time <laughs> um yep. i think some heights lobo in the marvel universe or dc who's who or whatever he's probably probably six four some stupid shit let's call it six eight six nine yeah Yeah. but but still human size i think that's i think that tracks because i think he should be big enough that like he's towering over superman but not so big that right like he can't fit in a room i think i think like six nine ish would be perfect his his uh his motorcycle would be the size of a bentley yeah i mean i i like the idea that his motorcycle is just going to crush any conventional car that might be on the road. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just, he parks that thing and it's just taken out human vehicles. Yeah. I also like the idea that if he's like six foot nine, he would be like probably over six feet shoulder to shoulder. And like, I'm not exaggerating. So it's, yeah. you know, normally a six, nine person, if they stick their arms out, it would be like six, nine to seven feet from fingertip to fingertip. And mm-hmm. I'm almost thinking it's like just from shoulder to shoulder, he's got to be like five, ten, six feet just to get that light bulb shape, that mass that we were talking yes. about. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. God, that's a, that's just like a crazy looking thing. When you start picturing that. Well, I think it, on that show Krypton, they had a version of Lobo that was just played by a dude in makeup. And it, it the makeup was very accurate, but it still was incredibly disappointing to look at. Yeah, because it just doesn't have that presence, that Simon Bisley esque presence that you want Lobo to have. Yeah, Dude, yeah, he's he 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 uses like a toe hitch as like a hand weapon. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's he's just he's that big. Okay, since we're talking about big motherfuckers, what about the thing? What is? I mean, he's made out of fucking rock. Mm. How tall is he? Because in the comics, he doesn't seem to be like the Hulk is bigger than him, right? Height wise, for sure. Yeah, see, I I like the idea that he's essentially whatever height Ben Grimm was when he went into space, plus a layer of rock under the soles of his feet and a layer of rock over the top of his head. But I don't think his body really, like, grows in the way that, like, Bruce Banner does when he turns into the Hulk. I just think he was a big guy to start, and then he sprouts all this fucking rock after he gets irradiated. All of the in, all of the interpretations of Ben Grimm, besides maybe the Trank one, were right. I'm sorry, like that yeah. sort of the commish covered in rocks. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. He's not he's he's not big as in like big big like that. He's wide. And if we were gonna cartoon it out a little bit, I'd say he's another character like Lobo that's just extremely wide because that layer of rock is bigger than we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And to encompass all of it around his arms and chest and everything is more than we're thinking right now. You know what I'm saying? That's why he like can bear, but he still can get like a really fat man's coat. 
But I think in this conception, he probably have to just stitch two coats together. But in the you know in the original, they were they were thinking he could like just get the fattest person of 1965's coat and yeah. put it around him like uh, Raphael would do later in homage. Right. Uh, you know, a well, coat and a hat to go out in public. To think about that, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bodies. How weird is that? Why did they turn human? I mean, because it looks cool. Probably yeah, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah. I will say this. I really like the idea, though, that the turtles are quite short, that yeah. like even at their canon age, you know, the way that you would normally see them, they're maybe five feet tall. I like, I like that, that a lot. I like that a lot because it, it 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 makes them just not human enough. Like there's something weird going on there and it makes them that much more of an underdog visually. It's like. The the hand ninja or the excuse me the foot ninjas all around them <laughs> is gonna look intimidating because it's not like they're these big hulking monsters they're they almost they're like kids they just have shells on their backs yeah yeah I think I think their relative wideness being turtles and stuff would make them I think that's dude they all look like Samo hung I oh, think all yes. the turtles the yeah. turtles are all Samo hung yeah hundred percent perfect yeah and they, it's just that because that athleticism with that with that so-called portly body, just the explosiveness you get from moving that all around and how and it moving very fast and four of them, they they would maybe real sight to see. I know I I love that and I, again I'm just a huge fan of anytime you could take the superhero physique and be inspired by a real world physique, it becomes that much more real for me. And so the Samo Hung call is just a beautiful call for the turtles. Okay, along the lines of teens and short people, let's try to attack on. Let's try to attack what the Robins would look like mm. and what their relative bodies would look. What would be the relative differences? I like a short Dick Grayson. I don't know how you guys feel about that. You like a short Dick? I do. I Grayson. Do. <laughs> <laughs> look, you don't give me that opportunity and think I'm going to turn it down. All right, showed Grayson. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude. I, I just think that traditionally, you know, families of of trapeze artists, they're freaking short. Like that's why you get into the business to begin with, is you're compact and you can do all the flippity flips up on the trapeze and like not have your limbs get in the way. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I, I do think though, he is uh as a fellow five tenor, let me tell you something. The world is still there, there aren't a lot of six foot and above people, but mm-hmm. there's a fuck enough to make it, to make you not feel like you're the tallest motherfucker all the time. There's quite enough of them. If there could be a culling perhaps so I could feel better about myself, but you know what I'm saying? Like Dick Grayson being about five ten, and him towering over the other Robins to me is where it's at. You know, the towering, IE four inches, give or yeah. take. I'm into that. I mean, you I mean I, when I, he's well, an adult. Yeah. Yeah, as night as night wang, as yeah. not wang, not wang it. No, not wang is like six seven. You know, wang, <laughs> well, oh, night wang is six seven. Yeah, yeah. But night wing, well, he says he's six seven, but you know he's got the boots on. So for me, I like to think of them as all the young robins because when you get Damian Wayne, you're getting Bruce Wayne's uh, genetics. We all know Bruce is a big dude. What like six three? Generally, we yeah. super ripped and. And but also martial arts ripped, I think, is what everybody probably likes the best. I didn't hear uh, your guys' talk about that. 
Well, they'll have to subscribe to the no. I think the thing about the Robins, let's just take them as they as they kind of end up. Jason Todd, I don't care what he looked like because he got hit with a with a crowbar and blown up, and he <laughs> never came back. Hundred percent. Uh, so uh, Dick Grayson, yeah, five uh, ten, uh, springy, long for his five ten though because he had to make good lines like a gymnast while he was doing his trapeze and shit. So I think he looks like a long 5'10 gymnast and uh, not just corded, packed in little muscles. The only thing probably big on him, uh, thighs and butt, you know what I'm saying, for, <laughs> yeah. for explosion. And uh, Dick, I, obviously. <laughs> uh, yes, and Dick Grayson, is <laughs> that's what he looks like. Heck. So Tim... I, I got to say, I think Tim is on the verge of being out of shape, dude. Agreed. And, might be naturally a bigger guy than Dick, but I also think that he is in no way genetically gifted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. he could work out and do the Batman training regimen and like he himself will never look like an Olympic level anything. I think he's just a little bit of a clumsier, more awkward kid. Hence, he's going to uh, rely more on gadgets and his wits and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um but I wouldn't mind him being, you know, if he's 18 and Dick Grayson is 22 as Nightwing, like I wouldn't mind them being the same height and maybe even Tim an inch or two taller than Dick. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think maybe, I think I go taller and a little bit skinny fat. Yeah. Like no matter how, yeah. No matter how much he works out, he doesn't seem taller and doper than Dick when they stand right next to each other. Like, for some reason, Corey standing over Dick does. She seems to stand over uh, uh, Tim more for some reason. <laughs> Dick has wide shoulders, right? He's got that really. He's got the really narrow hips and the tight core of a gymnast, but he's got those wide ass shoulders of mm -hmm. like the type of gymnast that would do, you know, a pommel horse routine or a ring routine or something mm -hmm. like that. Whereas I think Tim is just sort of naturally narrow shouldered. I bet he's got a better ground game. <laughs> like, you know, like he's jujitsu's like, like a little bit better than like, maybe he's not a great striker, but he's got like a lot of functional strength. You know what I mean? Those, you know, those dudes who just like are strong, but they don't look necessarily very strong. I mean, like an, an, an MMA body. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I was about to say, bro. Right on point. I think Tim has a body for rolling. You guys are absolutely correct. He he rolls. He does judo. Anything where he can grab your clothes and grab all your shit and slam you. Anything where he can twist up your shit and choke you with your own shirt. Steal your knife. Yeah, all that shit. Uh, Krav Maga for 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 disarming people in close quarters uh, because he didn't. He can't do a flippity flip up into the <laughs> fucking rafters like like a, some some people. So he'll get up on a table and kick you in your neck, but he's not gonna flip up into the rafters. Yeah, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna squat on the gargoyle. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like this cape is a little unwieldy. I'm wearing it because it's very dramatic and it confuses I, people. But uh, I, I'd rather <laughs> not wear it to be honest. Oh no, he, he likes it because he puts it under his butt when he sits he sits on the gargoyle. You know what I'm saying? He, he's sort of sitting sideways. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just chilling out up there, not trying to crouch and get his knees all fucked up. He's like way ergonomic with his with his shit. Uh and speaking of which, um I think Damian Wayne is a psycho. And oh, yeah. I think he has I think there was a kid, some kid, I guess his parents got him on just eating nuts. And and drinking water and then working out a hundred hours a day. This kid, I it was like a, about. a buff man, but the kid was like 
eight to 10 and then showed him at like 11 to 12. And he was just probably as buff as you can be as a child. Mm. And I really think that's what Damien looks like. I do. I, I love when they draw him as a kid. And he doesn't necessarily, he's not able to actually have muscles because he's too little. I get all that. But when he, if he just was flexing on another like uh, 10 year old, check these babies, she would be freaked out by yeah. how physically developed he is. I yeah. do think, I do think though, he should always be drawn with a slightly big head. And I yes. don't know why. I just sort of love that aesthetic. And it, it goes back to the Frank Quitely version of him back in the original Batman and Robin series mm-hmm. with the Dick Grayson Batman. But it just kind of giving him that lollipop look of like he's got this wiry <laughs> body but with this slightly round, big head. There's just something really appealing about that to me. You know, the, the League of Shadows has got him doing some variation on HGH from like the time he's seven. Probably. <laughs> it's like by the time he's 12, like he's going to have a little bit of overdeveloped features anyway. So, yeah, know, he's got a bigger head for, for that. He's going bald pretty soon. <laughs> he's got to be so fucking defensive about that. Yeah. Like my dick's not small. I do agree, though, that like he would be absolutely ripped as as a child. Yeah. Like he has zero percent body fat. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like we all knew that kid when we were in elementary school. Like think back to fifth grade. Yeah, there was that one kid who was just so much more developed than anybody else in your grade. I know his name. Yeah, Sean there Elliott. There you go. <laughs> I remember that dude. He was like, I tackled him once, and I felt like I was a god. like playground football because no one that dude was like so strong and so fast and like he looked like he looked like a man yeah like he had muscles like a man it was wild oh yeah like i i distinctly remember sometime probably around 10 11 years old like there would be those one or two kids that would like straight up have abs and you were like what the fuck what is going on you still got your like pudgy little like you know eight-year-old tummy on you like what is this guy doing what the fuck i remember well i had abs i was just starving (laughs) that's a different kind of abs well you know there has to be some sort of there's something about their natural form that leads to you know the, the, whatever endomorph whatever they are so uh, there's there's endomorph mesomorph and mm-hmm. maybe ectomorph yeah and so mesomorph is like uh, a, a more average physique and then i think it's the ectomorph that is like natural v-shaped broad shoulders etc now look at somebody who maybe built their physique in prehistory i'm thinking maybe somebody like rachel ghoul like what does Rachel Ghoul like look like? He he built his physique playing that that type of polo where you're slamming a human head with a mallet across the desert sands or some shit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know what that immediately makes me think of is one of our favorite movies from last year, The Northman. Oh and, yeah. Mm. And those dudes playing that weird ass sport where they're like straight up almost murdering each other. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think of whether it's Rachel Ghoul or whether it's Vandal Savage, I like thinking of those guys as like they might not have like the broadest shoulders, but you know what they got? They got barrel chests and like thick, not fat at all abdomens. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen 
like even a college level running back to say nothing of like an NFL running back. Like those guys have like barrel stomachs, but they have like 0% body fat because they just have like abs, like core strength. Their core muscles are like as developed as a bodybuilder's shoulders. And Mm. those types of guys are fucking dangerous. Yeah, that's super functional strength, by the way. If you see a dude mm-hmm. with not only a barrel chest but a barrel stomach, and it's like clearly solid, not like, not like my barrel stomach, but like, <laughs> you know, like it's a, not a root can, beer barrel. Yeah, yeah, it's not a root beer barrel, but it's like one of those. It's like flat, but like wide. It's that's don't fuck with that guy. Yeah, that guy will uh, murder you. Yeah, yeah, it's that's that's and okay. So, is there anybody in comics who looks like that dude? Do you think I'm saying that to me, that's always been the Vandal Savage body type. Ooh, okay. I also think he's tall. And I also think because he's, you know, an early human caveman style, I think his features might be a little more ape like. So maybe his like his pecs aren't developed like a bodybuilder. He's got a little bit more of that like flat, super taut pectoral region. But Ooh, then like big forearms. Exactly. His forearms would just be fucking huge. And like his calves would be huge and his feet would be a little bit bigger. Like he'd wear like a size 14, even though he's maybe, you know, six, three or whatever it is. So it's I, I, I that just like a little bit more Cro-Magnon style, I think, is a good Vandal Savage physique. That makes yeah. sense. And I could see I could see him being five eleven and a half and wearing lifts to make himself six feet because love, he's like sort that. of a smaller. You know what I mean? He's not. He's not. He's yeah. These all this goddamn nutrition. Yeah. Like people talk about the paleo diet, the motherfuckers was little. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So, so so yeah, I, I think. Uh, but yeah, Rachel Ghoul, I think it's kind of like that, but like longer, and he's like from that era where, I think he might have been at one point the most handsome man in the world. Like, I think sure. he was maybe one of the first people to have modern features. You know what I mean? For some, I don't know why I'm getting that image, but that's what I'm getting. No, I get that, too. And I I think it might be that Batman the Animated Series sort of pared down version of the Neil Adams design. And they gave him like those super piercing, I want to say green eyes. Mm-hmm. But he still had sort of like the very sharp features. And there's just something about that combination that's like so arresting. And the um, swoop of his hair was sharp, you know? Yeah. 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 Like he's got very luxurious, just like silky hair that'll go in any direction he wants to comb it, you know, shit like that. Lucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree with you, though. And I think that he's one of those guys, he's got like, he, it's all functional muscle. It's like, uh, you know, he's not necessarily impre- – you, know you know who I think he would resemble is when he's in shape, Adam Driver. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, kind of long. Oh, man, now we got to have wide. Adam Driver play fa- – Rachel. he's a little better. bit – you know, like he's a little bit taller, a little bit lankier, but like when you put muscle on the guy, it's just like, ooh, this dude – this dude's got it. You know what I yeah. mean? He can get yeah. it. According to, <laughs> according to John well, no. Oliver. Right. And even his features, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just, just, uh, ah, man, it, it would really put that beak to use. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's just like, he's got, he's got, and, and like just broad chest, big, and he looks kind of good with a little bit of gray in his hair too. That's true. Uh, you know, it's, he's, that's a good look, man. Yeah. I can see it. 
I can see it in that and that sort of burning passion of like I've been here a long time. Like even if he got maybe five, six years older, mm-hmm. and then they and then they uh I think he would rock a Rachel Ghoul in about five years. Yeah. Nice. So uh let's get to some uh some spy ladies, you know, your your <laughs> black canary, your black widow, your uh black cat, uh your <laughs> <laughs> None of who are black. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm definitely glad about that. that people, <laughs> yeah, no, that a, be lo- a, lo- a lot of in the night uh, infiltrations, uh, stealing people would all be black. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, I, we should also preface this by like, there's not any body shaming going on. There's a little mm-hmm. bit of a uh, tricky territory with three men talking about female physiques, but we're gonna do. It hey, the exact we could same do. Way. We could do Squirrel Girl first. She's like uh, the woman that all the all the Instagram people with no picture call fat. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's Squirrel Girl. But like the the woman the woman you would de- you want to talk to when she's standing over next to the broccoli at the fucking grocery store. <laughs> that woman. <laughs> that's, that's what Squirrel, squirrel girl. girl looks like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think one of the interesting conversations, and Ed and I got into this a little bit on our episode on the Patreon, is like how tall do these super women actually become? Because if you think about it, like especially thinking about like a black widow or a black cat. I know black cat is always portrayed as like supermodel esque, but to do the sort of shit they're doing, you would think they would be pretty like compact. Like I'm I'm like five, two, five, three is what I'm thinking. I a hundred percent agree. And I, part of the reason I agree is if you're doing any infiltrating as some regular woman, you cannot be five, nine. Yeah. You just can't because well, everybody would look at everybody's, that woman. Everybody's right. gonna be like, "Look at this tall lady, interesting." You know, they're gonna at least look at that person. But if you're five two, five three, wearing you know whatever uh, you know business suit, walking down the mall, no one's gonna take a you know second glance at you. And that's kind of what you know Black Widow is wanting sometimes. So honestly, I I think Scarlett Johansson's look as Black Widow was pretty much perfect. It's pretty great. Yeah, and I think that e- even down to like how much body you could have and still look like you could be a gymnast. And I think in that respect, Black Widow's always been, in my mind, somebody that's more, if you want to call it voluptuous, you know, people people hate certain words, but if sure. you want to call it voluptuous, I'd say that more, I'd say Black Widow has always seemed more voluptuous to me than Catwoman. I've always loved Brian Stelfreeze as Catwoman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just sort of this pared down blocky chick that, <laughs> that jumps around and does stuff. You know what I'm saying? She's still slinky and sexy and everything, but it's all down in this functional sharp edged uh, thing. Whereas like Black Widow has to be by definition, this sort of, I mean, when she came out, she had a bouffant. She's more, <laughs> she's more rounded shapes. She's more, you know, the sensuous spy well, lady, and, femme and- fatale. Part of yeah. her past is like using her feminine wiles to get some mm-hmm. stuff. So that's going to be part of what she looks like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 100%. She's got to at least be hot and en- hot enough to get some free shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, and I think within that, though, you know, if she's going to be kick flipping guys and judoing guys and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like she does still have some serious muscle in the hips, in the uh, in the midsection, in the thighs. And yeah. so I think that adds to the sort of voluptuousness that Ed is talking about. Like she is, she's not a lean woman necessarily. 
Yeah. Oh, here's a question for you, Ed. How how should uh, your girl, uh, Batgirl, look? How should uh, Cassandra Cain oh, look? Mm. You know, as much as I've thought about it, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, because like, I, I think about her functionality, right. Uh, more than her, what she would look like, but I would say definitely there's a few, um, sort of Instagram weightlifter girls that are like five, three and only like 140 pounds, maybe 130 pounds, but like 130 pounds on five, two or five, three. And just you know where it went because it's all in their muscles. Every part of them is ready for to go in its functional strength. You know what I'm saying? So like, a, a, I think Batgirl is just a short, slim woman who will fuck your shit up because her, her shit is all in service of this explosive ability. Uh, some, some people, some of the women that you see doing kettlebell workouts have this very small body, but you see with your own eyes them, them throwing 50s and 40s above their head doing shit. Well, because they have explosive power in a small package. Well, what, one of the um, real world examples I was going to bring up is Olympic power lifters in the low weight classes. Some of those yeah. women are like like the women who do like a clean and jerk or like a hang snatch where they're taking the weight off the floor, getting it above their head in a, in a mm-hmm. squat. Those are the women that have that physique you're talking about where they might only be 5'2", but they're like every muscle is just ready to fucking explode and i mm-hmm. think that that's that's a great look for cassandra kane yep yep let's do some robots robots we're talking about robot bodies i mean why not we got some brainiac vision well to start with brainiac i've always uh, kind of resented the versions of brainiac that have a human body so for me like i think brainiac should almost have a indeterminate body type um I hate the idea of Brainiac with big hulking muscles, which they were they were on that kick for a while in the comics. But to me, Brainiac should almost have like he should almost have like a spider-like weird crooked body, but that's because it's made completely of like mechanical like carbon fiber mechanical parts that yeah. are like being manipulated by weird like synthetic nerve tendrils that like bring it together. Like I I've always had this description of brainiac in my head of like it's a thing that wears a human face you know what i mean like it's it's something kind of amorphous not in a liquid metal sort of way but like in a weird maybe even hr geiger sort of way or hr Mm. geiger that you know when it wants to can make itself human ish but i don't know i've always liked the idea of brainiac being kind of like spin like extra joints you know what i mean like he's he's got two different elbows and his arms move weird ways he's got like extra segmented fingers um that are like maybe you know twice as long as a human finger but they've got like one or two extra joints in them i like this idea that he's just he's so he's, he's like a he's like a bad ai representation of a human you know yeah, but the most functional mm. thing, like one hundred percent, like yeah, it would it would function at peak efficiency and be able to do things that would make your mouth hang open. But like, for almost for that reason, it can't look completely human. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And like like some of the robots that they build, not for aesthetics and not to approximate humanity. Some very functional robots have like three legs on one side and then one weird gangly leg and then sort of a weird 
piston thing that shoots out this specialized, you know, the, the way you're built for a certain function, it doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing. So yeah, even him looking like a spider or something is yeah. like too uniform for whatever function he's trying to do. And I also envision him like, instead of having a face, whatever his parts are, he can just sort of put them together like a mask or like, like two sections of something. And when he folds them together in front of your face, the negative space makes of something you could recognize as a face. You know what I I'm mean, saying? Like it, like a, like a butterfly approximating what it's predator looks like or all that type of shit. See, I think that's super dope. Um, count just another possibility that goes in a different direction. I've always felt like his face is almost like vacuum molded out of some like green plastic. So it's like he puts this body together and then just like a, a human ish face just kind of emerges, like stretches out from whatever this green, <laughs> you know, like synthetic skin is. And yeah. so like the features are all in the right place, but like, it's not alive. Almost yeah. you know, like the Michael Myers mask, you know, where yeah. it's like it's not particularly off, but it just looks so it's so uncanny valley that it becomes. Yeah, disturbing. I, was, I also yeah, think I his that. voice comes from places you wouldn't think it would come from. You know what I mean? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, whatever noise he makes, it's not coming from a mouth. Well, they kind of did that in Superman, the animated series, if I remember correctly, where it's like his mouth didn't necessarily move when he was talking. It was almost like he just had some speaker somewhere that I, I mean, I, I really like that idea. Yeah. Um, all right. We got Vision. Uh, Ed's favorite character, I believe. Oh, oh <laughs> I was well, what I was going to say is uh, I think Brainiac so much more interesting than vision and we kind of did the robot i would like to talk about somebody that is you talk about somebody that doesn't have any need to be buff galactus <laughs> why <laughs> the fuck is. is galactus always buff it makes no sense he doesn't even have to be obviously there's been that thing that's been exp uh, explained that like psionically he appears to the planet that he's about to destroy as whatever their race is so they can comprehend him which mm -hmm. is why he shows up as a human to our crib now i don't understand why he shows up with a, as a human with a fucking his own g on his belt like the, <laughs> does he think that we're like these ego maniac like truckers that have to have a, a self-identifying big belt that we've got one of those shirts where it's like it's like in this house we got guns beer and a bunch of cars <laughs> <laughs> and this house is don't called edit, galactus don't edit out that pause no. that's yeah that was the greatest part of that whole delivery yeah. <laughs> Our collective psionic imprint of Galactus is mixing up like Mesoamerican headdresses with like Texas belt buckles, and that's what we're seeing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at the people in Texas talking about this motherfucker's a cowboy and Indian. What the fuck is going on? Now he does eat planets. So how does he eat planets? Like, what does he do to eat them? Like, what's his digestive system like? Well, well, since since he's from Texas, 
now. Of since Galactus is from him? Texas now. Yeah, he's, he smokes. He's got a smokehouse for planets. He's got him hanging up on hooks and shit. Like, oh, I put this Man, one on about fifteen it's... hours ago. <laughs> he's got planets are like briskets that he's just only, like <laughs> only use hundred percent applewood when I'm smoking my planets. <laughs> He's got giant planets that are just apple cider vinegar that he spritzes on them when he's you know, in the middle of cooking. <laughs> he, takes, he takes planets that are mostly liquid and then just squishes them onto the other planets. Exactly. Yeah. Flavor. Yeah. yeah, I like it. And he's got he's got asteroid fields as seasonings. He like, grabs the asteroid field. <laughs> yeah, I like this. And then uh, and then some then fucking some other assholes on celestial comes up and says, "You you use an apple wood? I usually use mesquite." Mesquite for amateurs, ego. Get on out of here. <laughs> Just give it shit to ego. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Like, I'll eat your fucking ass. You keep talking that shit. <laughs> Ego's like, hey, you cover that in uh, mustard before you put it in the smoker. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, the best, the best planets don't need no sauce. If you don't get your bitch ass on. <laughs> Well, now we're getting into Kansas City versus Texas, which is going to be a whole other conversation. <laughs> dude, dude, fucking plan- planetary dust dry rub. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to find just the right nebula that has the right combination. That's why he's going all over the universe. He's just looking for flavor. But since his rule is the 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 planet has to be like useless, right? Because he has to like judge them as a, like a waste of space t- in order to eat them, right? Sure. So now he's just frustrated because he keeps running into good planets where there's good people. But also good flavor profiles. And yeah, really- exactly. He's like, yeah. I know this one would be so delicious. Look at the intramuscular fat on this planet. <laughs> oh, this is bullshit, man. You know oh. what this ultimately means? Galactus's body type is Guy Fieri. <laughs> He's he's eating up a planet and he's like, oh, this is so good. You put this on a flip flop. (laughs) This planet took me right to Flavor (laughs) Town. This is the best thing we've ever done. The fucking uh, in this episode of Galactus versus Planet. We're going to take on an eating challenge. <laughs> we got Earth. It's a spicy one. It's got all oh. kind of Fantastic Fours on it and shit. Ultimate Nullifiers. See if Galactus can eat this one before the time's up. I might have to draw that comic. Galactus <laughs> versus Planet in the style of man versus food. It's awesome. Oh, God. And, uh, what the, color the is fucking... his hair? Because doesn't Guy Fieri always have different color hair? Well, I mean, it's always bleached, but Galactuses yeah. would be purple, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> of, of fucking course, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I do like a thick Galactus, though. I mean, I will yeah. say that. Like, Guy Fieri's not far off. I mean, maybe a little more statuesque, <laughs> but, like, I like a portly Galactus. <laughs> also I mean, how many th- calories is in a planet? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, literally trillions. I, you know, I'm just I saying. Incalculable. <laughs> What exercise does he do? He just flies through space. Well, the, you don't see the other parts of the ship that could be all kind of gym equipment. <laughs> and, the, and the other part of his ship that's flown through space. Uh, just Guy Fieri doing kettlebells. Dude, I think if Guy Fieri didn't work out, he would be fat as fuck going around yeah. eating all that food and stuff. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I think Guy Fieri, that, Guy Fieri has to work out to look that way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that Keep is that. a grim reality. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's rich too. You, Dude. you know what I was going to say though? The who draws what I like to think of with Galactus? 
Um, Mobius. Yes. Mobius yes. Galactus is pretty like stocky. You know, it's not like he tapers to the waist and it's not like his shoulders are particularly like buff and huge. He obviously is still like a strong heroic looking figure, but like he's a thick boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> all the all the people on the, on the planet try to serenade Galactus. It's coffee season. I need a big boy. He's no, he's a literally big boy. He's literally big enough to eat our planet, boy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I also I also yeah. like my Galactus to be like a good hundred stories tall. I feel like even in the original Stanley Jack Kirby, he fluctuates from being like ten stories tall to being like fifty stories tall. I think Galactus in any city in the world, you should be able to see him from like 50 miles out. Like he should be as tall as the tallest building in that city, except maybe Dubai. But yeah. like, that's, that's how tall I like my Galactus. He like leans on the Dubai tower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking char- big characters leaning on shit. Can we just <laughs> talk about that for a second? <laughs> I think, I think what's Okay. This is one thing that uh, when we talked about long characters and blah, 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 the one thing I loved about Pacific Rim, mm. the, the first one, was how ponderous the robot seemed, even though they were covering a lot of space. So is that how you envision um, people like Galactus moving? How do you I, I think they did it really well in the Marvel movies a little bit, how uh, Giant Man or Ant-Man as he became Giant Man, how he moved. Yeah, I mean, yes, short answer. And I also think Galactus wouldn't really move around much. You know what I mean? Like once mm. he's down on the planet, he's, you know, just there to eat and nothing's going to really phase him. So I think, you know, I, I always think about Chicago because that's a city I know best. But if he's like almost as tall as the Sears Tower, you know, tallest building in North America, like I I don't I don't think he's necessarily going to level the city, you know, in minutes because why is he going to be running all over the city? It's more like if they knock his ass down, he's going to take out a city block. But like I don't think necessarily being that big, most cities are much much wider than they are tall. So if you mm-hmm. make him the tallest thing in a city, like it doesn't instantaneously mean that he's like crushing the entire city in three steps, you know. Yeah. I you know, you just made me think. What what are you what are we going to call the Sears Tower when Sears goes bankrupt? Well, it's already the Willis Tower. They renamed oh. it. Oh, okay. They renamed it like ten years ago. But you know, real ones don't use that name. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> well, it's like uh, I don't know where the fuck Crypto dot com Arena is, but down at Staples Center, because uh-huh. see, cause see, I am. Uh, but that's weird. It's like showing more fealty to like an almost bankrupt, defunct bullshit corporation over another bullshit corporate it's like it really gets to be like what fight what power are we fighting you know yeah uh but the building where the lakers play exactly it's all nostalgia based though you know what i mean it's like it wasn't this when i grew up so it can't be this now Oh, yeah. dude, I, I there I are no hate... tall buildings in Albuquerque, so I don't have to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, but also this whole Galactus thing has got me thinking about like him being big enough to be seen by us or fought by us is utterly ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, w- I I think it, it, this is just as ridiculous, but it'd be more like this: like a giant obelisk comes out of the sky and slams into the ground, and it destroys like a lot of Australia. Mm-hmm. And then another one comes out and destroys the entire Western seaboard 
of America and these two giant obelisks are, are, are you know, things are sh- shooting from the ground up into the sky all the way into space. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking up our, our gravitational field that our, our tides are getting fucked up. And that's just like the knife and fork that he <laughs> sat down on the table to eat the planet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and even that's too small. That's too small. If he's eating planets, he's he's he he blocks out the sun you know what i'm saying the first thing is we we die of freezing because he blocks out the fucking sun entering our fucking solar system i think there are two examples of that being done well weirdly the first one i'm thinking of is in eternals in the marvel movie eternals the scale that they portrayed the celestials i think was really really good Mm -hmm. yeah and then the other one is in um the final arc of brian hitch and uh, Warren Ellis's authority, they essentially do a version of Galactus, but their version of Galactus is essentially a pyramid bigger than our moon. And that was why all these ancient cultures built pyramids was like, you know, the old God was like this organic pyramid that orbited the earth. And now it's back to reclaim earth. Mm-hmm. And that was part of that is, is it literally created a worldwide eclipse when it blocked out the sun and came close enough to, uh, start feeding on us. So yep. I, yeah, I think that's, I, I would love to see something like that in the movie. Now, as we come back down, what are the type of people whose body is like, it's not just an aesthetic thing for them. It's like functional to their job as a super person. I kind of do want to talk about wonder woman. Yes. Go. Yeah. So wonder woman's interesting because she's literally sculpted from clay and given life by the gods, but she was a baby. So it's not like her mother sculpted the Venus de Milo and that came to life. She sculpted a baby and then that baby grew like a regular person. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's a couple things here. Number one, Wonder Woman's height has always been very variable. Sometimes she's the same height as Superman. Sometimes she's not. Sometimes she's towering over Superman as in Darwin Cook's um, Silver Age classic, The New Frontier. So I think that's an interesting story point. And then there's the whole thing, I think even more than Superman or any other really omni-powerful character, Wonder Woman needs to look like she's got functional muscle. But mm-hmm. does that mean that she looks like, you know, a six foot one woman without an ounce of fat on her body? Or does that mean she looks like a six foot one female bodybuilder or a six foot one female power lifter? And even just those three body types are worlds away from each other um Mm -hmm. so i don't know for me i've always pictured wonder woman as being at least six feet tall but not necessarily like so tall that you would do a double take in a crowd and be like oh my god who is what is that woman um i also think that wonder woman you know she's got a little meat on her bones wonder woman is not She doesn't have one of those long supermodel butts. I don't think Wonder Woman is necessarily, you know, the slimmest at the waist. I think she's got a great figure, but she is, I've always felt like Wonder Woman should be the definition of a brick house. Going back to that old song from the 70s. like (laughs) She's a brick. Yeah. House. That's that's my conception, but I want to hear what you guys think too. Um, I actually like her even bigger. Hmm. I actually, because she's a goddess, I think she's bigger than everybody else. She's just like, or at least as tall as Superman, if not taller. Mm. Six five, six six. 
She's got long arms so that she can chop people efficiently. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She's probably a lot like Ronda Rousey, but giant. It's interesting. Like uh, Ronda Rousey has stated that um, she doesn't build her body to to titillate you. She builds her body for destruction. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's instructive. Uh, we've brought up the canceled Gina Carano a couple times, but bro, at at her largest and at her fighting f- fittest, I think, and maybe maybe a couple of years after her fighting fittest, yeah, that size was pretty good for mm-hmm. like somebody that has to functionally fuck shit up, has to fight, uh, has to be able to be explosive and also just physically strong for certain strength feats. And I do agree with you, Bill, that she would have to have built muscle. Like, I just think she just outstripped. She, I think before she got powers, before her powers really kicked in strong and she understood her magic or whatever the fuck, I think she was just a person who went through that Themyscira in training, mm-hmm. which is like super CrossFit probably. And if you've ever seen like uh, – I don't, some of the biggest CrossFit ladies, they're just functionally strong in a way that isn't as aesthetic as people want will want her to be. But I think some of the ones that are the superstars have the aesthetic guys like, but also like you look at their arms and they're putting to shame a lot of guys' arms. You put, you look at their like actual, like, yeah, like you're saying waists, they're just corded with muscles like that guy we were talking about, that barrel, barrel waisted motherfuckers. Right. Yeah. It's just like she's, she, I think she'll always have a sash or something if she gives in to, to human fashion stuff because she'll think that that's her problem area, so that which she because she's Wonder Woman. But if she sure. was a regular woman, she'd be like, ah, oh, this is my problem area, my so-called thick waist. But as Wonder Woman, she's like, yeah, this enables me to <laughs> uproot <laughs> skyscrapers and shit. You know? <laughs> so I love it. Uh, but yeah, I, I also think like if you took a female, bod- a, a female volleyball player Mm. And you just threw her in the gym with a bunch of CrossFitters. What would her body turn into? That's Wonder Woman's body. That's what? yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, it's a, I am not often a fan of Alex Ross body types. I think as beautiful as a lot of his work is, he often does not either push the body far enough or he pushes it too far, and it becomes like, well, this doesn't look heroic at all. But I do think his con- conception of Wonder Woman has always been pretty on point in terms mm-hmm. of like musculature and size. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got big old thighs mm-hmm. that look mm-hmm. functional. And his conception of big Barda. If you notice how he does Barda, Barda is a little thicker, I yeah. think, than Wonder Woman. But they have the same sort of like lo- long ideal like shape, but acquiescing to how thick it would have to be. There's no waifness to either of their waists. There's mm-hmm. no waifness even to their necks. Like their necks are long, but they're not skinny. Right. Now, now here's another question. Like we're talking to, we talked about like, uh, you know, in some conceptions, Wonder Woman is bulletproof, right? So is that God stuff or is that thick skin or is that a, 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 a shield around her God okay. energy around her? Should, should we talk about how her body isn't enchanted so much as, imbued in the same way like like thor's is right he's just from a special place where special shit can happen to your musculature if you if you work it i think i think thor we could talk about him and her but more her but like i think both of them fall into that category of they they still interact with their physical bodies and their bodies are their doing if that Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. i think that's right on i've always thought of her 
as not even necessarily being bulletproof. Like maybe she could shrug off a single gunshot, but if she's getting pelted with like 50 cal machine gun fire, I don't know that it'll kill her because maybe there's some sort of enchantment or what have, what have you happening there, but like that's still going to sting. And that's why she blocks things with the bracers because she's fast enough and tough enough. And those things in particular are indestructible enough, but I've always felt like, yeah, her, she, she doesn't exist in the same sort of like invulnerability as Superman where like his body is just for some reason untouchable. I think yeah, to use your term, Ed, like she just lives more in her body. She's more aware of like her, that her body has limitations and what those limitations might be than a lot of other ultra powerful characters. Hmm. And I think I think that plays into her being to me the dopest of the ultra powerful characters because what ultra what other ultra powerful character needs shields? Yeah. Like if Superman whipped out two shields and started knocking bullets away, you'd laugh at him. But with Wonder Woman, for some reason, it just makes her look super sick. Like she can handle most things. And when something comes along that she can't handle, she has she has these special tools from the gods to kind of knock it back at you with this with this strategic mind that is necessary, which is always why I've talked about my main man, Black Panther, being just a god in these movies and a lot of the comics these days. It's just like what happened to the motherfucker that had to jump around? Mm-hmm. What happened to the motherfucker who who had to be slick to defeat you? And make no mistake, he could defeat you very easily. But the fact that if you did get your mitts on him, you could crush him to dust is the point. But you're never going to do that because you're not good enough. She takes that and puts it up with the super gods, which yeah. uh, that's why she has so many fucking tools and shit. Yeah. Swords, shields, a fucking plane, a lasso. Fucking th- the lassos, the thick the bracers. She's like if Batman was Superman. <laughs> that's yeah, why she's that, so cool. No, that's a great way to put it. And you're yeah, if Batman was Superman. I mean, maybe that's that's kind of interesting too, because you know, she's got the golden girdle of Gaia, which is like her tunic that she wears. So maybe like that's bulletproof, but her body is not like the bracers. And the tunic and maybe to a certain extent, like her leg bracers or whatever she's wearing, but like her skin itself would not necessarily be bulletproof the same way that like Batman's got Kevlar in his cape. But if you shoot him in the mouth, like his brain is going out the back of his head. He just makes Mm -hmm. sure that you're never going to shoot him in the mouth, you know, and I think that's the exact same way with Wonder Woman. Yeah, with with high enough caliber, it's like I guess John Wick suits where there you he, go. He's like getting punched by Mike Tyson, stopping the bullet but not stopping the concussive force. So yeah, if you shoot her with with you know uh, bigger and bigger you know calibers, yeah yeah, it could get through or it could like break her skin and get in get inside of her body and fuck up her organs and shit like that. If her skin was the equivalent of Kevlar, there are things that will cut right through Kevlar right now. There are okay. things that will rip right through it. Yeah, fair. Okay, I like that. It's yep. a good conception. Still has thick skin, you know. Probably has to weigh a, a decent amount, but like, oh, how much is Wonder Woman? Okay, let's do it. Uh-oh, Wonder uh-oh. Woman and Big Barda go into the fucking truck stop to get weighed. <laughs> like, what? Uh-oh. What do they weigh? I mean, it depends on what conception. I mean, with my six foot eight version, you're 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 probably talking. I'll make you a deal. Yeah, let's go six five. Six, five and a half for Wonder Woman, making her just tall enough to have Superman just looking at her eyebrows and shit and still, you know, and I think Big Barda six, eight. Yeah. Oh, I was see, I was going to give Big Barda seven feet. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, I think I just think Big Bart. I think Big Bart is six ten. Okay, okay. And the average motherfucker don't know the difference between six ten and seven feet, but seven foot people do. Fair enough. That makes sense. Fair. Yeah, I think I think Big Barda has to live up to her name because she's like she's like six ten, but she's got the proportions of like a five eight woman. So it's mm-hmm. like if you just took a five eight woman and just blew her up to six ten. So to me, I mean, I think Big Barda goes like four hundred pounds, possibly more. Yeah. And that's not to say that she's not, that's not to say that she's heavy. I mean, if you're six ten, four hundred pounds get spread out a long way, and she's yeah. dense as fuck because she's made of some new genesis or apocalyptic muscle, whatever that might be. I so, take in armor in her armor stuff. I think she weighs almost like a thousand pounds when she puts all her armor on. That's but, cool. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But like when she's just walking around and the and you know doing a doing a egg run for Mister Miracle. Look at she's at the Ralphs talk about. These motherfuckers are really nine dollars and fifty two cents for these motherfucking eggs. This is worse than apocalypse. All right, uh, here you go. Walking around like that with some short shorts on, looking like a giant Daisy Duke. Yeah, she's four hundred. Yeah, four hundred fifty three pounds. You know. And specifically, I think for her, I love the idea that she just can never have a secret identity. Yeah. Like Big Barda yeah. is just Big Barda, and her and Scott Free living on Earth means that like. Big Barda's just out hanging around and like she doesn't give a shit because she's Big Barda, but it's like she's so big, you you can't do anything but gawk at her when she's out in public. That's mm-hmm. that's Big Barda to me. Yeah. Yeah, whereas where you know, so so she weighs 450 over a thousand in armor. Mm-hmm. Uh fucking Wonder Woman. I I'm thinking I'm thinking Wonder Woman weighs about a fucking 290 pounds yeah is she i mean is she made of clay that's that's the question like when we're talking about her weight has she completely transmutated into just flesh and blood or is there still clay in there because that's a different weight that's yeah that's a great point oh the only thing also be light because she's a god yeah most of the gods though that are that have corporeal forms and for comic book purposes, they always try to make them super dense and make them wet. But you're right. Maybe we go against that. Remember when they used to have her float on air currents and that was how she flew? Like she could kind of, you know, do some parkour across air currents and that's how she flew. Mm. In that conception, maybe, man. She mm. has some, you know what I mean? She's able somehow to maintain super density and super strength. Kind of like those, those um, back in the days, continu- Continuity Studios, Neil Adams' old company, put out these comic book covers that you could not tear. Mm. And you literally could not tear these motherfuckers. <laughs> they, uh. they were, there was some sort of plastic, some sort of shit you couldn't tear. It was like trying to rip a phone book in half. Like what if her, she's made of something like that? I love that on some level. I also love her being about 325 pounds and That's not fair. not not understanding why anybody gives a fuck, yeah. you know, or or, yeah. or how or why everybody else is so little. Like the density you have. Yeah, with to her be, armor, be... she's uh 326 pounds. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think also like if Superman is not a thousand a pounds, if we're just talking about bodies and we're talking about these superheroic bodies. If both of them have to inhabit the natural world and aren't doing any graviton fields or magic, if Superman's a thousand pounds, this bitch is like seven hundred and fifty fucking pounds, yeah. bro. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you know, I'm, which I'm would make uh, which would make I, I don't know, man. That means Big Bart is like even bigger, eight hundred and twenty pounds at about two thousand five hundred pounds with armor or something. I mean, she. It's stupid how big you'd have to be if you're if they're inhabiting a physical world and must engage with the gravity on this planet and there's no trickeration going on to be I mean, that dense 
you know me, I, lo- I love the I love fucking around with like new gods mythology because I think there's so much leeway there. I kind of like the idea that the new gods are made of such exotic material that she would just like break any scale she's put on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like she like literally she could weigh like a million pounds, but it makes no difference because it's like she's from a whole separate plane of reality. So it's like yeah. when she when she, she's like, how do you weigh a sun? Yeah, like literally like there's black hole matter somewhere in her makeup. And so, wow. it's, you know what I mean? Shit like that. I think that's it's like, awesome. like oh, trying to weigh her is like looking at an angel. Yes. You just go crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love that. Which would also apply to like Orion, Light Ray, like all the, you know, Calabac, Dark Side, all these well, yeah, characters. I, it's not that they weigh too much. It's that they're beyond our instrumentation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's fucking sick. Guys. That was fucking dope as fuck, man. I fun. love to get this nerdy about shit like this. It is, it's part of why we do this. It is probably the reason why we do this because us trying to talk to our brothers and sisters or significant <laughs> others about this shit would fracture these relationships <laughs> <laughs> like Big Barda sitting on a goddamn bar stool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, you're not wrong. <laughs> so I'm glad that we we're able to just get in the danger room here and just shoot these energy rays at each other, man, <laughs> and uh, and hope that we can withstand the nerdiness. And hey, uh, if if you don't have shekels to throw down at manscaped.com, you know what you can always do? Leave us a review. Uh, five-star review really helps us move up in the charts. In fact, we got a really cool review recently. Uh, Bill, hit us with it. It is short and sweet and to the point. From RVO Velasquez Double Zero, it is titled Review, it is five stars, and the comment is Great Conversations, period. Perfect. There it is, is, man. I love when people leave reviews that tell you exactly how they feel about what we've done, and that one is certainly that. I mean, that is what we try to do here, have great conversations uh, among friends, you know? Uh, the other thing you can do is you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash the greatest pod. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash the greatest pod. It is where concepts like this are born and explored. Weird peculiarities, us talking about how how much people weigh if they're an angel or if they're from some other dimension and shit like that. Look to the Patreon. Let it be your guide. All right, Bill, take us on out of here. Well, thank you all for listening to another mesomorphic, body positive, functional yet aesthetic version of the greatest pie.